0: Okay, so you know I love good wordplay. And Third Love is crushing their wordplay here. When you have a bra that pinches or slips or just isn't comfortable at all, or is comfortable but isn't your style, you've got problems. <laughs> How excited was Third Love when they thought of problems? Well done, Third Love. I see you. When you wear Third Love bras, My sister just texted me 99 problems, but pinching isn't one. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. Think about how delicately you hold your baby, you dress your baby, and you feed your baby.
1: We do that because they're adorable, of course, but also because their skin is delicate. Know this, there is only one diaper brand that we recommend to give you the gentle, protective care your little one needs. And that's Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
0: Their Swaddler's diaper absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection. It's Match. That's right. So download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. And through the joy and pain that our
2: lives bring, we can do
0: hard Hi, everybody. Welcome to We Can Do Hard Things during the most time of the year. (laughs) Not necessarily the most wonderful time of the year, just the most time of the year where everything is just ratcheted up a few notches. Yep. Right. So our goal today and our intention is to bring us all together and just ratchet us down
1: if oh, a scent. Well, okay. sister's not doing a good job at that because she came onto the podcast looking fire yeah, today. She just is so You just, your hair beautiful. is just on point and I know I'm not supposed to objectify you. I think we can talk about our hair. Sister, you're so beautiful.
3: You really are.
1: Okay. This you have a, a glow. You have a glow about you and I just don't know where it comes from. Are you pregnant? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would not
3: be glowing if that were the case. Do you know what I realized this week? I have what? always... I have blow-dried my hair. Blow-dry? Who
1: blow knows dry? what that is? It it's
0: blue-dried or blow I I blew no. it. I blew Bl- it. The Blying. blue part is the, is the verb. So, oh, so you blow-dry your yeah. hair. You're going to I dried conjugate. it with an air dryer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like six times in my life prior to this week because I just never knew. That's why at the beginning, remember, we do these clips and people would say... Why is Amanda's hair always wet in the clips? And that's because I would have taken a shower because I, if I take a shower, my hair's wet because I don't know how to dry it. I did it randomly last week because it was freezing outside. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. And it's easy. It makes a big difference. I've gone 43 years just thinking it was something impossibly hard that I
0: would never be able to do. (laughs) That only happens at the salon. It can can only happen there. Yes.
1: And speaking of the person who has the most agency, I don't know another person who has more agency than you. This is. Hysterical. Yeah, she could well, make, not well, she
0: could make world peace happen. She could but make she a blow dryer. Blow dryer. She could make a blow dryer. <laughs> she could market a blow
1: dryer.
3: She could sell a <laughs> fucking blow dryer. She just can't use a blow dryer, folks, until
1: now.
0: I'm,
3: I'm amazed by it. <laughs> it turns out you could just do it. I always just assumed it would take like an hour. And I was like, I don't value that outcome right. at yes. an hour cost to me. Exactly. So the ROI doesn't work for me. But it turns out
0: it can be done in like six minutes. Totally different ROI. I'd like to note that I think a little bit we're having opposite revolutions. System. Yes, that's correct. Like I am having a revolution of fuck it with all of the things. <laughs> uh, no, really. Like I'm not, I don't want to wear clothes. Any, I don't want to do my hair. I don't, I'm not wearing makeup. I don't, I'm just- stopping all of that and your revolution is a little bit that you're starting all that because if I'm if I'm not mistaken and I mean this with great respect I don't think you showered for like four years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think yes I think it goes the bigger truth here is that there is no free way there's no liberated way. Correct. It's just each person's path because I think your path is attending less To yourself in the regard of, like, outer appearances, outer, Mm -hmm. etc. Me, I never paid any regard (laughs) to myself in that way. Mm -hmm. And so my revolution might be like, oh, you can actually do the treat for yourself yes. of occasionally changing out of the clothes you slept in. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think it might have yeah. a little bit to do with the time of life that both of you are in, in terms of children. So right, right,
0: right. you
1: now have gone through the time where you don't have small children anymore. Sister is just now getting out of small children mm-hmm. stage where mm. you're just like survival mode for those first many years. Yeah, and it's like, do I have time for showering? No, I don't. I'm going to go to sleep because I need sleep mm. more than anything else. Yeah, I think it's like you're remembering that you are your own person yeah. and you're like trying to like feel into that. And you've gone through that stage because our kids are a little, little, little older.
0: Yeah. And I, I love the idea of, of everybody's next step is different. Like we can all be moving forward in our evolution, and they can be opposite things. I remember a decade ago, I was standing in a line at Marshalls, and if anyone has ever stood in a line at a Marshalls, you know that you age there. Right?
3: <laughs> you just, I mean, just you spend a year there. And I was- Marshalls and Ross Dress for Less.
0: Ross, Ross I just, Dress for Less. Like Home When goods. I think
3: of my childhood, it's going to be like, mom, dad, you are cats, and Marshalls and Ross Dress for Less.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. We spent so many years in that line. And I remember about a decade ago, I was standing in that line, and there was a woman in front of me, and this dude kind of cut, you know? Mm-hmm. And she and I ended up having this conversation, and this is what we realized- in that moment, she was trying to work up the nerve to say something to that guy mm. because that was her next step to like get up the fire, to get up the like gumption or moxie or whatever mm-hmm. to say something. I was struggling equally internally and I was trying to get the inner peace to not yes. knock that guy out. Yes. Her next step was try to be more lion. And my next step was try to be more lamb. And we were both moving (laughs) in the right direction with opposite outcomes, which is why you can't ever judge what somebody else is doing because their next step might be the absolute opposite of what Mm. progress is for yours. Yes, there's no
3: linear liberation. You're finding yourself on the loop that you're in. The exact same thing happened to me this weekend. I was out with John eating dinner and we got almost to the end and he goes, I just cannot believe that you have not said anything about that woman who's over there on her phone during her. Oh. Dinner. And he was like, honestly. I have never seen such a thing out of you because usually I'll see something and it will upset me so much. And I'm like, she's so, and she's there with her partner. And oh my God, do you think they have talked to each other? Do you think they hate each other? And I Mm -hmm. couldn't, and then I was like, well, now I can't be annoyed because you pointed out
0: to me, but always (laughs) I would identify every single thing in the room that there was to be annoyed about. We're hypervigilant because of lots of things. So what do you attribute that to? I was going to ask And were you actually really thinking about that woman the whole time? And you (gasps) oh,
3: no. Whoa.
0: Well, what, do you, what is this? I don't know. Oh, Sissy, I'm happy for TBD. you and for John. TBD on this. Because what happens with our hypervigilance is it ruins the person we're with's experience because they're worried that we're worried about he... the person on the phone. Everybody's life is ruined. Oh yeah.
1: my gosh. And now, so what I'm experiencing a little bit with Glennon now is, with some of her therapy she's going through, I'm looking at her less. Mm -hmm. I'm less Mm -hmm. attuned because she is less vigilant. Like what John was doing is he's looking at you being like, oh, when is this going to happen? When is she going to say something? Why? This is weird. Why hasn't she said something? And so it's (laughs) going to take some time for him to unwind from your yeah. anxiety or hypervigilance mm-hmm. in those social scenarios. You mean
3: we're not pissed about this? We're not, yes. oh, we're not pissed about it. I this. know, it's amazing. amazing.
1: I feel that way very much right now with you. I'm like, oh, I, I can just be here. I don't have to be worrying about your experience and how I need
0: to, you know, matrix this up for us. So we're both doing that thing where What's we're going trying on? to become less controlling of our environments so Mm. that we can enjoy life and everyone else can who loves us. Mm. So there's one thing that happened with me in therapy yesterday that I wanted to share because I feel like it might help everybody at the holiday season. Hmm. Okay. Great. So I am in therapy, like pretty intense therapy again, which I'll explain to all of you in January. I want to give myself a little bit more time, but I have this amazing new therapist who I love very much. Okay. Hi therapist. So thank you to all the therapists, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. The first responders of the world. So I'm in therapy yesterday. And now my therapist is a genius and a wise, wise woman. And also she's a little bit like me where she lives on a bit of a different plane. So she has tried to listen to a couple of our podcasts, but she doesn't know where they are because they're like in the cloud or something. And so she says to me, can <laughs> you send me some of your podcasts? And I say, sure. But obviously I don't know how to send our podcasts. podcast. I don't know where they are. I don't know where they live. So I just ignore that request. And so yesterday I get on therapy and she says, so I found one of your podcasts. I listened and it was great and she was very kind about it. And then she said, I noticed, she didn't say this word, but what I'm going to translate to buzzy energy. I noticed your energy. What she was trying to explain to me is that she noticed that a little bit hyper, kind of like um, high level energy anxiety that is not just pure energy kind of a little bit like fear based or something i don't know like buzzy high energy yes yeah like performing maybe energy anxiety energy buzzy energy not calm energy and i thought that was interesting so we talked about that for a little while and then she asked me if i if i've been noticing that energy again in my life and i ended up starting to talk about christmas mm. and I said, you know, this time at last, last holiday was like a huge rock bottom for me and a lot went down. And so, you know, I mean the holidays, man, it's like everything you love. I don't know. It's the most time of the year. There's like more reflection. There's more distraction. There's more grief. If you've had grief, there's more expectation of joy. Mm -hmm. It's like forced Mm -hmm. joy. And if you're not feeling joy, then you're the worst. Anyway. And perfection. Yeah. And perfection. Right. So- she was asking me why I, and I feel all of this buzzy energy stress, anxiety in the holidays. And I explained to her that since the family comes to me, that since I'm a mom, I feel like this is my thing to like host and make perfect and make beautiful and make it like the best thing ever. And yada, every year has to be the best Christmas ever. I had just said, it has to be like the best thing. I'm making like this big thing. And she said, what if you are the thing? Mm. Mm. you are and i was like what and she goes what if on the podcast like with your family when you're on a stage speaking when you're writing when you're with your kids getting ready for christmas what if you are the thing what if you don't have to constantly buzzy, prepare up, perfect. What if the thing isn't like the perfect presence and the perfect whatever? And what if in obsessing about creating that thing, or you on the podcast, like nailing it, saying the perfect thing, getting all the, the words out right, making all your points. What if that's not the thing? What if just your presence is the thing? And all of that buzzy energy in perfecting the thing actually means that you're not there at all. And the thing isn't even there. Well, that's fascinating. If that's
3: the case, then theoretically that would work in an ecosystem where everyone was allowed just to be their thing, right? Because presumably if you're the thing, then your daughter's the thing, then Abby's the thing, everyone's the thing. And as long as everyone is permitted to be their own thing, then everyone can just enjoy and be. Yeah. And when you bring extended family, you know, my family comes, our parents come, there's descending on you a whole bunch of other dynamics that presupposes that you can just remain being your thing, even with those Mm -hmm. influences present. So I think part of, if I could Take a wild stab in the dark. Part of the energy comes from your inherent knowing that what your therapist said is true, and your defensiveness of I'm not gonna let your influence rattle the preciousness of this thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Remember those three letters the next time your child asks you for help on homework. IXL Learning is an online learning community for kids that covers core subjects like math, science, and social studies in a helpful, feedback-driven way. So the fact that we cannot help our children with our homework now, which I actually cannot and stop being able to help them with after 4th grade, has been solved. IXL Learning's advanced algorithm is backed by research and in studies done in nearly every state across the country. Those who use IXL are consistently performing better in school. Plus, their subscription covers pre-K to 12th grade, and that wide range of ages and subjects is one of the many reasons why IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and We Can Do Hard Things listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash We Can. Visit ixl.com slash we can if you cannot help your child with their homework anymore. And there, get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I think that there has to be a third way. Because if my anxiety is you're going to be different, you're going to be different than what? Like I've created this perfect Christmas or this perfect holiday, which does not include you being you. It's that thing we get back to on this podcast over and over again, which is the thing that screws us up most is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be. So Mm -hmm. the thing that screws up our holidays is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be. So the reason why you extended family, when you come and you be yourself and I'm upset is because mm. you're not matching what I decided this holiday was going to be. Yes. So maybe the gift we give ourselves is just like burning the picture. And the only thing that I know for sure, I just feel like the reason that I try so hard to control environments and you try to control the environments and, is because we don't feel safe in our own bodies.
1: mm
0: like we create these safe outer things because we don't know how to be safe inside ourselves, and I don't know exactly what I'm saying. I but there has do. to do, there has yeah. to be a third way. Where it's
1: like what you're doing with the holiday expectation is like you're holding holidays in the palm of your hand, but you are just making the hardest fist. Going, everybody needs to be and do this holiday perfect mm-hmm. instead of just opening it up and having it all in the palm yeah. of your hand yeah. going everybody gets to be here
2: mm-hmm. and
1: experience this holiday and and we have to make the holiday what it is you can't make exactly christmas it's. i think that that's what caused so much suffering last year mm-hmm. is we moved to a new house. We moved to a new place. We tried to make it this
0: beautiful, outrageous experience. We thought we're all going to get along. Everyone's going to be It's going to be perfect. Everyone's going to, you know. And, and then it wasn't. And then everybody is just who they are always, yes. including me. Yes. So there has to be room for everybody to be who they are mm. and everything to be what it is. And this idea that I can prepare my way to perfection ruins it for me and for everybody else. Because what always happens in our family is that then everybody feels my energy of like, I need every this to be perfect. And then everyone walks on eggshells and I don't want that Mm. this holiday. So what I think I'm thinking is I am the thing. And if I'm going to believe that, then I also have to also know that you are the thing and Chase is the thing and Tish is the thing and Emma is the thing. His dad is the thing. Mom is the thing. Craig is the thing. Abby is the thing. And all of these things just have to coexist without trying to control or change each other. (sighs) It's like, right? It's like a sturdiness to me. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think
3: it's a sturdiness because I think when you grow up, as a matter of survival, you're not sturdy in your own way. You're adapting mm-hmm. to the needs around you. You are acclimating and placating. And then as you grow up, you think you're not acting according To the dictates of your family of origin, but you actually are because Mm -hmm. you're acting in direct opposition to them. That's right. That's right. It's like when you say that, you know, um, rebellion is just as much as a cage as obedience. obedience. It's if you're rebelling against that, then you are still not sturdy because Mm -hmm. you are waving this flag of this is not how we do it. And this is how we do it. And I will defend. The rights of this family to do yes. it a different way. But that's not sturdy. That's not peaceful. No. And I think what you're saying is when you say perfection, you don't mean so the bows are all made of satin and mm-hmm. everything is glittery. I think your idea of perfection is that we can be sturdy in our peace
0: mm-hmm.
3: and our joy throughout this. Reg- regardless of anybody else in this ecosystem and what they're operating from. Mm -hmm. Like that we can let them be them and we can maintain the sturdiness of our own peace. And that that is kind of the goal.
0: Yeah, I think for like the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. I seriously think that this holiday and what I'm working on in therapy and is this new phase of life. Which is, it's so fascinating to me because it, for some reason, like the big metaphors in my books are, are often about yoga. And, you know, in Love Warrior, the big life metaphor for me was I can stay in this room no matter what's happening, like this hot yoga. And I was like, no matter what happens in here, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm, I'm melting, but I'm going to stay on this damn mat and that was like you know my 20s and 30s and then in untamed it was like the metaphor was oh i can just pick up my mat and leave this room i don't have to be in this hot room anymore with these people like the doors aren't, <laughs> the even, doors locked.
3: aren't even locked yeah
0: yeah i can stand up and walk out of here i don't have to put up with this shit i don't have to i'm free and then i was telling abby i was in yoga again A month ago or something. And I was in this room and there was this love bug of an instructor from the East coast. And she just was doing very serious, hard things. And I thought, this is not how we do it here, but okay. It was like (laughs) very hard. And so at first I was trying to keep up Mm -hmm. and my body was like, no, 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 no. So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave. And then I was like, I don't have to leave. Mm -hmm. Like I can stay in this room, get my experience of yoga, which is just like sit here and breathe. I don't have to do the things that anyone else is doing here. I mean, it's a little weird. It's a little embarrassing to just sit on your mat and not do anything while the East Coast instructors yelling to do things. <laughs>
1: I think it's funny that you're East Coasting, West
3: coast. I just this.
0: felt like the energy of that. And I sat on my mat and just did nothing and breathed for 20 minutes. And I didn't have to leave. And it was a sturdiness. Mm-hmm. I had no boundaries and I just was tough it out, do the thing for forever. And then I was like, oh, I, I don't have to stay here. I'm out of here. And now I'm like, I can stay and be me. Yeah. Like, that's the next step. And that's what I, I want to do this Christmas because I've walked out of so many things. I've boundaryed myself out of connection and out of peace because I'm always trying to make myself safe. I'm always mm-hmm. trying to make myself safe from other people, like safe from food, safe from people, safe from dynamics, safe from the past, safe from whatever. But what if I can be safe where I am?
1: Uh, Is that the final frontier for you? I think so. Is to just be able to be yourself wherever you are?
0: Yeah, and let other people be themselves wherever I am. I think it's like when you
3: grow up like us, it's like, are they okay? Are they okay? Mm -hmm. And your whole life is oriented towards what do I need to do to make them okay? Okay, Mm -hmm. they're okay. They're okay. If they're okay, we're okay. It's okay. Because you're not really okay. But that's not the question you're asking yourself. You're asking, are they okay? Mm -hmm. Then you grow up. And then you're like, am I okay? You used to police everything you did. Mm -hmm. To make sure they were okay. Mm -hmm. Then your second step is you're policing everything they do. Because you're like, am I okay? Is this okay with me? This is not Mm -hmm. okay. Now I have to like be, that's not okay. And let me tell you it's not okay. And we don't do it this way in this house. Mm -hmm. Not so much with your words, but with your energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Am I okay? And then the third place is I am okay. Damn. Yes. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to be okay. You're going to have to make sure you're okay because I'm not doing that job anymore. And I'm no longer asking if what you're doing is going to impact if I'm okay. Yeah. My job is to be okay.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's good. Squad. some of what we share with you on the show are our individual unique experiences in therapy and the takeaways that help us grow, appreciate each other, and navigate this beautiful life we're doing together. Thank you for doing it with us. But the things we talk about in therapy itself, these are things we wouldn't necessarily share with just anyone. I think there are a few things more important than finding the right person to share your deepest thoughts, feelings, and questions with like a therapist. That's why we are thrilled about Alma's support of our show. They're big believers that you need the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. Alma helps you to find a therapist who gets you based on your needs, someone with whom you'll feel comfortable, heard, secure. Plus, and this shouldn't be overlooked, over 96% of therapists at Alma accept insurance because you want to pick someone based on the right fit, not just based on finances. You can browse their directory now. You don't even need to create an account. Visit helloalma.com slash hard things to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash hard things. So, having said all that. Thanks for
1: sharing that all. I know. Because I think when you say things out loud, it really helps orient the person you want to be. And I've noticed a big shift that's happening in you, and it's beautiful.
0: Thank you, love. It affects everything. It's obviously so seen in the holiday thing, but it is very much how I do everything. I show up for work, or the podcast, or or anything, thinking I have to deliver the thing. It's this buzzy energy that always shows up when I think I'm not good enough, so I have to prepare this self that will show up. Which is why, I'm talking to my therapist about this, which is why I have always been like, I have to quit soon. It's like that thing that somebody said to me early on in my career in New York. I was supposed to go into this scary meeting with this. Scary people, and I said, "What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to say?" And Whitney said, "You just have to go in there and be yourself." And I mm-hmm. said to Whitney, "I don't know how much longer I can keep that up." <laughs> mm-hmm. So this idea of what if? Oh my God! If I could just go, I saw my daughter Tish had her first musical. She live had a performance. concert. She had her first live performance yeah. at the Troubadour mm-hmm. in. Hollywood. A week before the performance, I was like, okay, so do you want to get your outfit ready? What are we going to wear? She looked at me like, what? And I was like, I mean, do you want to like go get your outfit ready? Do you want to blah, blah, blah? Mm-hmm. She was like, no. She was confused She's like, about I'll, the question. I'll think about it the she morning, was like, I'll uh, just decide that morning and yeah. I'm probably just going to wear my flannel. I was like, okay. I watched this child- 16 year old girl. Before the concert, we got to the thing. I was buzzy energy like, holy shit, how is she going to do this? Crowd there. She's 16 years old. She's never played before on stage. It's the troubadour. There's all these other acts because it's this combo thing. A lot of these other acts are like costumed up. They are background singers. There are people. There are whatever. Performances. Tish's energy is just. You were there sister you were there, I've never Daddy. seen anything like it. No. Her energy was just the same as it always is. She was kind of a little bit lighthearted, a little bit serious, steady, steady. I was like, how is she, she maintaining this energy? Sturdy.
3: She was sturdy as shit.
0: Yes. We're all up in this like balcony part looking down she's about to go on. We've got Chase on FaceTime at college. She steps onto the stage. She's wearing her docks, her drip jeans, her flannel that she wears every day, every other day. She, her hair is exactly the same as it is every day. She doesn't have a touch of makeup on. She's exactly her. She stands up there with her guitar and she opens up her mouth and she just gets spiritually naked on stage. Her voice is like shattered crystal. She's the realest thing I've ever seen. On stage, the realest, most beautiful thing I've ever seen on stage. And she is exactly who she is when she's on our couch mm-hmm. and no one's there. And then she steps off stage. The crowd is going crazy because people lose their minds when they see the truth,
3: mm-hmm.
0: when they f- are in the presence of presence and not a performance, but a re- revelation. She wasn't performing, she was revealing herself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the crowd went crazy. We were stunned. Yeah. And we went to her after, of course, we were buzzing like nobody's business. We didn't know what she was until we saw her on stage. We didn't know. And she was completely steady afterwards. She wasn't even buzzing afterwards. We had seen this thing happen that we were so stunned by. And, And she was so steady. She was happy, but she wasn't. Surprised? Yeah, she wasn't surprised. I said, "Aren't you? Aren't you freaking out? What just happened? Like, look at them. They're, the crowd is freaking out." And she goes, "Well, I, that's what I knew. I knew that was going to happen." Mm-hmm. And then she carried on with her day. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I thought, "If I could do life like that, mm-hmm. if I could not lose myself to do my job, if I could be the same everywhere and not assign." more importance to any one moment than the other. Like just show up and be myself everywhere. I could do this my whole life. Well, I guess the question I have is
1: what do you think the reasons are that you have carried on this way for so long? Like what's the root of it? Like what's the truthy truth inside of it?
0: The worthiness part. That's it. It has to be not thinking you're good enough, not really believing that I'm good enough to just show up as me, but it's not knowing who me is for so long too. Yeah. And it's the mysterious could it be of this therapy time and this time of my life is what if it is true mm. that I could just show up as me. And by the way, this is what it's all, all you know, chain not dressing up to the not wearing makeup. Like all of this is part of the experiment. Sure.
1: I think it's really interesting that you've raised three children to look inside of themselves for their worthiness. And it's something that you're you've been chasing maybe your whole life. I think it's really fascinating. Well,
0: I can look inside myself, and what I find is forty nine hours of preparation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I look inside myself. I just find a lot of hustle. Anyway, I think it's awesome that I'm not going to get to Jesusy with my with my Christmas talk right now. But one of my favorite Christmas carols is the whole. Prepare him room one. Let every heart prepare him room. And I'm going to need y'all sing. Thank you, Sissy. Mm -hmm. And I just love, I keep thinking about this, all the stories about like they showed up at the inn and there was no room. They showed up at the doors uh, here, there, and there, and there was no room. There's no room, there's no room, there's no room. And I just think this holiday about that and about how in our preparation for perfection, we leave no room for what is.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And we don't leave any room for our own peace. And we don't leave room for our people to be themselves. We just like squeeze everybody out of the picture so that we can make this perfect picture of what somebody told us it's supposed to be. And so I just think this holiday, maybe we just burn the picture and Mm -hmm. we just prepare room for it to be what it is. And if you've had loss this year and you have grief, then you just make room for that. Mm -hmm. And if you have had divorce and you have had death and you have had pain and there's room for all of that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the idea of Christmas is that Everybody else was looking for this king in all the shiny places and the joy and the peace and the beauty was in the most unexpected, dark corner. Mm -hmm. So I think my prediction is that when we leave room for ourselves and our people and what is, that the magic just comes and we don't have to force it.
1: That's good. Hmm. There's also a cost to that pursuit of perfection that we are very aware of now yeah yeah The yes there's a real cost to you to the experience mm-hmm. it doesn't make it shinier it just makes it muddled yeah
0: Single-handedly impacting our environment for the better, that's a daunting task. But it's possible, and there are incredible people who are living proof that setting your mind to something and really being passionate about it will bring about change. The Goldman Environmental Prize is the world's foremost award honoring grassroots environmental activists. Each year, the prize honors six ordinary people who are making an extraordinary impact for the planet. If you look at this year's winners, you'll learn about Marcel Gomez, who exposed the links between a company's meatpacking practices and illegal deforestation, which led to a major boycott of that company's products. Amazing. You'll learn about Andrea Vidaure, whose relentless leadership resulted in California adopting its most ambitious emissions reduction regulations in history. And there are more amazing stories to discover I can't imagine. Stories more important than these. Find the stories of this year's prize winners at GoldmanPrize.org. I think that part
3: of, especially, I would venture to guess a lot of the folks listening to this are folks like us who have been conscripted into a hustle army mm-hmm. and who, if things aren't going well, we think it's because we're not enough. Mm -hmm. And if things are going well, Mm -hmm. we think it's because we are kicking our own asses. And Mm -hmm. if we want things to keep going well, we better sure as shit keep kicking our own asses because we are making it happen. And I think the prepare room is a little bit like, what if not? Mm -hmm. What if we could have some ease and have joy? What if we could have these beautiful careers and make time to blow dry our hair? (laughs) What if we could, (laughs) you know, be with our parents and keep our peace? Yeah. What if there's room for all of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: What if it's not our martyrdom that is making the world go round? (laughs) There's a little bit of a Christmas message in that.
3: There is. That we are not our own Messiah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Or our family's (laughs) Messiah. Joy to the world, there's a different God, and it (laughs) is not us, let every heart. So that is our holiday holiday message. message. And by the way, I'm not just like thinking this, I'm doing it. You know, I told the kids, everybody's getting like a a third of the presents they usually get. Which Thank you,
3: baby Jesus, for calling that rule. That's the best thing that ever happened to me.
0: Yeah, it's done. Four
3: gifts per kid. It's
0: amazing. That's the yeah. best thing you've ever done for our family. It was like a month ago that I was like, tell us a few things you want. Yeah. And then I bought the things and then it's done.
1: And just so the those listening know, there was instant panic, right? On children's faces. And it has since gone away because they they too understand that excessive presence is in fact ridiculous. And so Well, it, life is it, just mm-
3: expectations. Yeah. Exactly. Once you set your expectations, yes, you get on board. If it's 30 gifts, you're gonna wish it was 40. That's right. If it's four gifts, you're gonna wish it was 10. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Yes, we're just always refined, gonna wish for more. They refine right. their gift choices. Then they were like, "Oh, I gotta whittle this down. I gotta, yeah. I gotta yeah. prioritize here." And, and then they're that-
0: not spending their entire December just wanting things. Yeah, making up wants to have so they can tell me what they are. I'm gonna put a big bow on my forehead, and I'm gonna say, "I my presence is your present." <laughs>
3: I I am it.
0: I am it. it. You know, you thought presents were the thing, but my therapist told me, kids, I am the thing. You are. You are welcome. You are. You are the greatest present (laughs) to all of us. You are such a love. And you are too, sister. Hmm. Pod squad. You You are too, Abby. You are too, baby. baby, Well, we all know that. Yeah, that's true. Standard. (laughs) We are so grateful to you, pod squad, for doing life with us. We actually are going to come back. On Thursday with beautiful and brutiful holiday stories from you. And we're gonna to celebrate together. We love you, Pod Squad. Bye. I give you Tish Melton and Brandy Carlisle. I walked through a
2: fire, I came out the other side. desire I made sure I got